what's up party people i haven't said that in a while but i'm excited to say that because today is truly a party <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a oh party because God. kevin kevin tell us why i'm, I'm not going to spoil it for you kevin you're excited about this too tell us why it's going to be a party because it is our hundredth official episode of everybody's favorite entertainment news podcast, TV channeling, analing, 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 and that deserves a soul clap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, soul clap. It's so good. It deserves a, a soul clap and a slow clap. Yes. Followed by a standing ovation. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <sighs> so Well, Kevin, let me let me just say congratulations on one hundred well, there's a story behind the one hundred episodes. <laughs> so Yeah, that's why really? that's why I keep phrasing it our hundredth official episode. So Tachi, maybe you can explain uh why if you actually go to TVchanneling.com, you will find more than a hundred episodes. Picture it, 2016, two young kids who met on Anchor decided to embark on a podcast. They were going to have regular episodes, but then they were going to have special episodes. And these two bright, idiotic individuals said, rather than number all the episodes, we'll number the regular episodes, but the specials will just be specials. And so... We ended up with 107. No, actually, 108. We, 100, uh, when, when our 100th oh, episode okay, goes up, we will have 108 episodes. So that's why we have to say official 100th official. episode. So we're, uh, are we doing that anymore? No. Every episode no. gets a number. So <laughs> it took us eight episodes to figure, eight specials to figure out we need to stop doing that. Absolutely. And at that point, I suppose we could have gone back and renumbered them, but we didn't. So yeah, now it's too, really too late. So yeah, the interns were not having it. So anyway, so mm -hmm. that's why. In fact, they all quit. Yes, yeah, that's why we're celebrating our 100th episode, and we have 108 episodes. It's our 100th official episode. And so how can you commemorate such a monumental accomplishment? Here's how. We're going to actually commemorate this by celebrating other dynamic duos. Oh, wait. Did we? Did I just imply that we're a dynamic duo? Hells You yeah. did. Yes, ah. I did. And so <laughs> we're going to celebrate other dynamic duos by counting down our top five TV friendships, a.k.a. BFFs. All right, Tachi. Let's get the party started. What is your number five? TV friendship. Okay. Uh, before we say this, can I kind of preface it with, um, with Wait, something? Is the cheating starting right from the start? Are we going to cheat now, right see, from, the, from the beginning, Tanji? You see, O oh, ye of little faith? No, I am not. Although I do have some honorable mentions. If we have some time at the end, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to give. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but this was not it. I, I, I want to say that I, I don't know about your list, but my list is a combination of male and female 
great duos, dynamic duos. And what I found is with the female duos, because, you know, I did go back. I thought of some, and then I said, let me go do some research just in case there's some duo I'm forgetting. And what I found largely is that the female duos were really, their duoship was based on friendship. So even if it didn't start off initially that way, it became a friendship. But when it came to the male duos, you were really hard pressed to find like a true friendship. They were either partnered for work or they were not equal in some sort of way. Like one was, was more cunning than the other or something to that effect. So it's really interesting. And it kind of speaks to the whole thing of gender dynamics. I just wanted to put that out there because I noticed that as I was doing that. And so now I will give you my number five, my number five. And I prefaced it that way because this is kind of indicative of this is Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice. Oh, wow. That is an interesting pick. It is because they work together and they seem to be friends, but they're really not friends. Does, does that make sense what I'm saying? So it absolutely makes put sense. Together. I know. I, th- I yeah. thought of them as friends, at least by the end of the series. They were absolutely friends. They were absolutely friends by the end of the series, but, you know, started off more worky. But, yeah, so Crockett and Tubbs, I, first of all, I love Miami Vice. Whenever I can find the reruns of it, I'm all over it because I live in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. It is, Miami Vice was one of the things that really transformed Miami Beach. Before that, like all these hotels and things, these Art Deco hotels, I know you could appreciate this because you love interiors and buildings and homes and stuff, but this, all this Art Deco loveliness, those were apartment buildings that like retirees lived in and they were like crumbling. So what happened is that when they wanted to shoot Miami vice, first of all, Miami vice is they shoot it on Miami beach, not in Miami proper. So they came and all these places on ocean drive, etc. They painted them, patched them up, made them look good. And that was really what started people getting interested in coming to, uh, to vacation and such in Miami beach and made it a part more of a party it made it scene sexy. because of Miami they, Vice. They it made, made Miami it sexy, sexy again. Because it was not, Ocean Drive was not sexy before. Lincoln Road was not sexy before. So they are largely responsible for that. And so it's one of my favorite shows. They are one of my favorite duos. My number five is Crockett and Tubbs from Miami Vice. All right. Great pick. All right. So, so great. My- so I'm going to ask you. Okay, go ahead. Let me ask you, Kevin. I know you're gully because it's a hundredth episode, but allow me to ask you, what is your number five pick? All right, so my number five pick is maybe an odd one to some people because it kind of blurs the lines between real life friendship and TV friendship. But I think this counts because it's actually both. So it's actually two real life friends, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, They met Mm. in 1993 at Chicago's Improv Olympics, and uh, these two incredible women, like, forged some kind of bond, and it came to TV fruition when they became the first female co-anchors of Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live in 2004. They, I loved them. <laughs> they won Emmys, they won Golden Globes, and they were so great together. What was so neat was like Tina Fey in those glasses, 
she was so she was like the smartest girl in the room and then you had amy poehler who was that you know that kid in class that would just look at you that friend that would look at you and they would make you laugh uh when you when it was most inappropriate that is the kind of energy that amy poehler always had she was always so infectious and together they were magic to me, that was the golden era of uh, Saturday Night Live was when those two were on the show and Maya Rudolph as well. That whole period when they were just amazing together. And so that 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 duo that they have has continued on to hosting things like the Golden Globes and the Emmys together. Um, they just hosted the most recent Golden Globes during the middle of a pandemic. They uh, made it work and made it, and kept it funny. And uh, I just think that they are amazing together and just that chemistry. I, I need a show with them. I need a new TV show with just the two of them. They've done some movies together, obviously. Um, but I absolutely need a new TV show starring the two of them. The chemistry is just off the charts. Polar and Faye, yes. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that is why it's my number five pick. That's a good pick. Makes sense, too. All right. Well, thank you. All right. So, Tachi, what is your number four? My number four pick is A Blast from the Past. All mine are nothing, but all I got is Blast from the Past. (laughs) (laughs) Felix... Unger and Oscar Madison from the odd. Wow, that true. Okay, you were not playing. That is a blast from the past. It is. I loved that show. And again, kind of to my point, there's this juxtaposition. I think they're kind of, they are equals, but they're just such polar opposites. Oscar was just like, I mean, in the strain of Oscar the Grouch, he just kind of messy and slovenly. They were both divorced, right? And then on the other side of it, Felix was just very... Uh, uptight and neat and (laughs) just all the things that Oscar was not. So I think they balanced each other and it made for a great show. So I, uh, that was one of my favorite shows when I was, obviously I was watching it in reruns (laughs) when it came on TV, but I loved it and I still love it to this day. So the odd couples, Felix and Oscar, that is my number four, Kevin. I got to say, that is, to me, one of the best, if not the best, um, instrumental TV theme songs of all time. Just you mentioning it, I instantly started thinking. I love that song. I want to hear it right now. That th- that thing was so cool, so classic. It was. It was like that's for me because I love TV theme songs. I remember when we met on Anchor. You were we. You did this thread where you were like guess the TV theme song. Oh, I yes. was all into that. So the Odd Couple was like one of my favorite quintessential seventies theme songs. That and Taxi. I love those. Oh, instrument. Yeah, no, instrument. Oh, my God. Taxi. You're right. All day. Yes. Oh, my God. Beautiful, beautiful song. All right. All right. So what about you? I do have something I want to ask you, my friend. What is your number four top TV duo? Okay. Now, you know, whenever we do these lists, I struggle 
And literally, I'm going through my list as we do this episode because I had so many different duos and I kept like uh, um, uh, rearranging the position and putting, adding things, taking things off. And so I still don't even know what my whole list is as we do it. I keep, because I'm so conflicted. But one of the, the, the duos I had to mention just because there's something about a friendship where the people just get each other and annoy each other, but get each other. And they would truth be told, want to hang out with nobody, but each other. And that has to go that, 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 that those qualifications absolutely are met by one Frazier and Niles crane. They are brothers, Hmm. but they are friends. uh, First of all, and uh, are at the core of them. They are friends. And when we met Frazier initially on cheers and he was so neurotic and then when he moved to Seattle and he goes back home and we meet his kid brother who manages to be even stuffier and more neurotic than him, it was amazing. And I love their ease with each other, their banter, but then they can also be competitive with each other. And um, I remember there was an episode where they both want to be like wine captain of this like wine appreciation <laughs> group and just how they try to undercut and stab each other in the back and just, but they but they enjoy each other like no one else and when the chips are down they support each other like no one else and so i absolutely loved that friendship um and i love that apartment don't get me started on fraser's apartment but <laughs> i love yes, that friendship with, the, with that full view of seattle that was us for everything yeah that was every <laughs> that balcony that went on forever everything but anyway i love that friendship and um, I'm, I haven't heard they are rebooting Frasier. I have not heard if the actor who plays Niles is also going to be back along for the ride. So that friend, we'll see that friendship continue. Um, but I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the reboot just to see that friendship uh, at this stage in their lives. And to have some tossed salad and scrambled eggs, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, the blues are calling. Well, <laughs> well, this is the other thing about that that I forgot to mention in terms of the dynamic with duo male male duos and female female duos. When it's two men that are paired up, they they also more of a friendship develops when they're actually siblings, or when it's like um like a male and a female, and the male is involved. The siblings you get more of that, but if they're not related. It's interesting that you don't see that as much. I think now we're starting to see a little bit bit of um, more depth to some of the ma- the male characters, but before, not really. You know? Oh so, yeah, no, interesting. Yeah. That is that is something that I say that maybe it's been ten, at the most, fifteen years. Have we really seen male characters really evolve and the deepening of their relationships with uh with other men? Yeah, absolutely. So good. Right. I love that. Great, great pick. Thank you. So, all right. So yeah. what is your, we're up to your number three. Yeah, we're, we're like flying through these like hotcakes through butter. That didn't make sense, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> like My a hot th- knife through butter. I, yeah, that's it. But I like hotcakes through butter better. So. Okay. I don't, doesn't make any sense, but that's fine. Okay. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense, sir. It does It makes not. sense to me. Well, thank you. All right, you. so what is your number three pick? This is a show that is on Netflix currently in its last season, 
And it was a show that I think I thought I was not going to really like, but it was a recommendation from one of my neighbors who was also a friend, a former neighbor, moved actually just down the street. She's, you know, a grandmother, she and her husband, grandparents. So I always used to go to their, their house for Passover and all sorts of, and they were like directly across the street and they're just lovely people. So shout out to Helen and Victor. Hey, Helen and Victor. So she told me about this show and I didn't know if I would, she even said, she said, well, you know, they're older. I don't know if you'll like it. I said, okay, because you recommended it. I watched it. The show was so good. And so my number three is uh, Frankie and Grace. Grace and Frankie? Frankie, Grace. I I mean, Grace Grace and Frankie, yeah. It is Grace and Frankie, I'm sorry. Grace and Frankie from Grace and Frankie. Yes. They are, they're like the female counterparts to Felix and Oscar. So... Frankie is really uh, out there. Well, so first of all, have you ever watched the show, Kevin? Yes, I have. Okay, so you understand what, where it came from. So they all were like kind of friends for, for years, although Frankie and Grace really were not Basic, friends. It's just Yeah, basically their, their husbands, husbands, were, their husbands were friends and, so, and worked right. together, so they were kind of begrudgingly in each other's orbit for, for all of their adult life. Right. And then their husbands decided that they were in love with each other and now live together. So they're kind of on the outs, like the dangling participles. And yeah, they were forced to be together, but now it has really developed into a true friendship because they live together in the same house. And Grace is very neat, very methodical, whereas Frank is just pulled together. Yeah. And the pulled together. Yeah. Exactly. And Frankie is, is, is not, <laughs> she's just the opposite. So, and I just, every time I think about this episode where she was like wanting to buy a yurt, I'm like, you look like you would want to live in a yurt. So it, it's a, it's a really good show. I really enjoyed it. And so my number three dynamic duo, Grace and Frankie. No, that's, I didn't even think of them. That is a great pick. That relationship, that bond, and just the the caliber of actresses when you have uh someone like Jane Fonda and um oh my god yes. uh Taylor Taylor L- L- Lily, Tomlin. Lily Tomlin Lily Tomlin Lily Tomlin together mm-hmm. um at this stage of life for them to have just a bona fide hit show together was absolutely amazing and Netflix was so smart to uh greenlight that Absolutely. And they, they, well, let me just say really quickly, they've ignored a whole segment of the population that are TV watchers. Older people tend to be TV watchers. So the fact that there is not more content geared towards boomers and above is just incredible. So this deals with all sorts of uh, crazy situations and real situations. So yeah, that made that made sense. Good for you, Netflix. Okay, so now, sir, it is on you. What is your number three top five TV duo? All right, you know what? You talked about a blast from the past. I'm going way back. This actually, this dynamic duo, we're talking 60 years ago. But hey. you can't talk about TV friendships to me without talking about Lucy and Ethel. Those two were amazing together. The chemistry that Lucille Ball and, um, oh my God, what is uh, Vivian Vance had mm-hmm. together Vance. was so epic. The physical comedy, so mu- so many classic moments. Of course, people know things like uh, uh, 
you know, the candy factory that they did yes. together. But there are so many amazing moments. Like when they went to Hollywood and they're trying to steal um uh, uh footprints, I think the footprints of um What's this? John Wayne together. They got the, the way they would get into wacky trouble together. And even the whole thing about when Lucy would have one of her harebrained schemed schemes. And then there would be times when Ethel would try to fight her on it. But then they're just like, you know, why are you even bothering to try to fight me? You know, you're going to say yes in the end. And like, yeah, fine. Let's just do it. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> I love that dynamic between them. And when they fought, how crazy their fights would be and how in the end of that 30 minutes, they would always make up and you knew they were going to make up and you couldn't wait for them to make up and you could because that would mean they would fight all over again and they were the yin to each other's yang they they found each other they loved each other they were annoyed by each other all of it it was an epic amazing television friendship and uh anyway i just you can't talk about tv friendships and duos without talking about them because so many uh, friendships and sitcoms are based on that relationship. Absolutely. That, that dynamic, like you said, that is a perfect characterization of them. Lucille Ball is comedic gold. Not only is she comedic gold, but she was a super astute businesswoman with the, you know, the Desilu productions, all the, the De- Desilu was, uh, the producer of Star Trek. <laughs> so I, I mean, she was, uh, a, genius creatively as well as a business um, woman yeah yeah absolutely a businesswoman she was just great so i they i think they're good too but somehow i knew you were going to say lucy and um ethel so i I kept that off my list i couldn't help it i i honestly tried to i tried not to put them on the list because i wanted to have some newer things but i just like you can't you can't talk about now without talking about what made now possible so Anyway. Right, and they totally made all of this possible. If you look at the comedic timing, timing even with like uh, Tina Fey and um, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, yeah, these, no, uh, the, yeah, the original. And also, one thing I will say, as a, as phenomenal as Lucille Ball was as a comedian, when she did other shows and other things without Vivian Vance, it just did not. The, something about that pairing uh, mm-hmm. that was amazing, the chemistry they had together, they needed each other. They did. They did. Absolutely. So. All right. So what is your number two pick, Tachi? Oh, it's it's number two already. Hmm? I can't so believe it. Oh, yeah, a, we are. I know. We're, we're flying through these. Remember, hot butter, hot cakes through butter. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely adore this show and you know it is hard pressed people are hard pressed to get me to pay for anything outside of what i have so of course i do this all through free trials but this show is like one of my favorites it's um you know, people always assume I'm like a millennial because I'm so into these kinds of shows, but it's just a really good show. Um, Insecure is one of my favorite shows. They are in their, this is their fine upcoming up is their final season. And Issa and Molly from Insecure are my number two pick. 
they just have that they've gone through their ups and downs and this it, it's it's so real i think that's what draws me to them whereas some of the others on this list it's you know clearly it's a show and it's manufactured but isa and molly's relationship uh so isa is played by isa ray and molly is uh played by um yvonne orgy and they just they play off of each other so well they had uh they had a really big you know kind of fight at the end of the of the last season and they're still kind of trying to get back together because they've been there for each other but it's this whole thing of trying to evaluate like okay you've been there for each other but you're always there and you need me to do something so you know they're just starting to think about yeah we're friends but are we really friends because you only call me or when you need something or you so it's that whole thing and the argument they got i mean it was real it got to be real it was uh yeah i'm just thinking about it now and i can't wait to see what's going to happen in this final season but they really characterize the uh the black women's relationships with each other not everybody but i think everybody has had this one friend that you know you're either pulling along the one friend that always has it together and the other friend that you know was still trying to figure it out um yeah i just really adore them as a duo so they are my number two pick for top five favorite tv duo wow that that is absolutely an interesting pick and um i am behind on my insecure so i need to catch up i haven't even seen the fight so <laughs> i i am I'm yeah. a, a couple seasons behind so i need to catch up because of this you're right the next season is the final season i i just read that the other day and i'm like wow i, I mm-hmm. need to get back into insecure wow all right yeah so yeah it's time for so me to ask you for my number two Okay, thank you. I'm glad you asked yourself, but I'll go ahead and restate the question. <laughs> I'll restate the question since maybe you didn't understand when you asked yourself. I, what Kevin, I ask? I mean, I'm so confused at what I was saying. <laughs> you you said, well, it's time for you now to ask me my number two. I know, Kevin. I was about to ask you. <laughs> But since you asked yourself, you know, but I'll restate the question. Perhaps it was unclear when you said it. Kevin. What is your number two top five TV duo pick? Oh, wow. That's an interesting question, Tachi. Thank you for asking it. All right. Mm. So this is one <laughs> <Yes>. of those <laughs> This is one of those <laughs> duos that is a really a yin to uh, the other's yang. <sighs> Again, I couldn't talk about duos. I have to go back. I got to go back. Got to take it back. Got to go old school. I Way have to say- back. I gotta say, James Tiberius Kirk and ah, Doctor Spock. Yes, the friendship of Kirk and Spock—a true dynamic duo—and um, played by, of course, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, just mm. sp- spectacularly. And so, mm. I love the fact that with all the crap they went through, they were so different from each other. Kirk was all about the gut and his instincts and um gambling uh um, that his the odds would always be in his favor and spock was so cerebral and uh uh, calculating and everything uh was about um oh my god uh logic and so 
the the idea that these two people that were so different and one person that was all ruled by emotion and the other person who was so emotionless would develop a working relationship that would turn into like a brother like a brother level friendship was amazing and the fact that no matter how long they knew each other um spock never stopped finding captain kirk fascinating so i just (laughs) i love that pairing even the pairing is so amazing not only through the 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 original series but through the movies uh the search for spock all through the movies as well i can't i have to uh, say this uh and i'm i will i will admit when i'm wrong when they announced that they were going to recast and do a new version of star trek and do films and um I thought, well, that's going to be an absolute disaster. How can you possibly recast those iconic characters? But I have to say, uh, Chris Pine and, oh, my God, the other guy's name is escaping me, uh, uh, Kirk, that version of Kirk and Spock in the movies in the mid-2000s, they got the chemistry right between they the two They nailed of them. it. They I was nailed shocked. it. I was so shocked. And so that friendship, even played by different actors, they managed to get the core of what that friendship and what that bond was. And so that's why I had to have it on my list. Mm, That's a good one. And, you know, I nearly put that on my list because, you know, I'm a true Trekkie. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't sure if. They are, fr- yeah. They it, it was a true friendship. So you're oh, right. They were friends. They were friends. They were friends. Come on, yeah. No, that's why they were yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it did, and this is the interesting thing. It it develops to that point. So there's usually one event or one occurrence that cements the fact of yeah. You know, I guess we are kind of friends. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're friends. like you're like you're like Spock. Yeah. All right, so before I get to your number one, let's do some, we have some time. Let's do some honorable mentions. Okay, okay. Okay. Go for it. You do some so your, you no, go. You're, oh. no, you're going to let you do some honorable mentions, and then we'll do the same thing. Before I do my number one, I'll do a couple honor, honorable mentions as well. Okay, so you want me to do my honorable mentions and then yeah, my number honorable one? Yeah, your honorable mentions, and, both... then, and then read your number one. Honorable mentions okay, first. Okay, okay. Keep the suspense going, Tanjay. Dun, dun, dun. That's not the song, but whatever. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Anyway, so I have I have four honorable mentions. Wow. Uh, Go for it. I, that, I might have a couple. I'm going. <laughs> I know you have like 10. Anyway, I have this on there, and I didn't want to put it on the main list because it's a little bit obvious. Laverne and Shirley. I mean, that's the name of the damn show. So that was like a little bit obvious. But they are actually a very dynamic duo they are an unlikely pairing. They live together. They work together. Uh, they get on each other's damn nerves. They go on double dates together. And then I remember very clearly when they moved from Milwaukee to L.A. And it was like a whole new series in a way that kind of started with their life out in L.A. Why uh, Squ- Squiggy and whatever why, followed Squiggy, them out Lenny there. and Squiggy, why did they f- move down Lenny, there too? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so many people yeah, from why their they old life down there, followed them to L.A., yes. Well, which makes sense because Milwaukee was there. No no, no disrespect. I've been to Milwaukee, and it's a very nice city, but it's cold. So <laughs> I could see wanting to move to L.A. But, yeah, so I was uh, always uh, puzzled at that. But that is one also 
This is now this is a little bit odd and you may not have thought about it, but Louise and Helen from the Jeffersons. What? Oh my god, Tachi, that is a deep cut, but it was it's an excellent pick. They did have a cool friendship. Absolutely. They had a really cool friendship. Their you know, I think um Helen's husband Tom was a little tried a little bit more than George did to be, you know, friends, but the two of them had a great relationship. They both um volunteered at like the help center together. They went shopping together. They I mean, they they lived like right uh down upstairs they she was upstairs they were downstairs in their apartment building and i mean i have to give a shout out to helen willis and her fabulous wardrobe she is still my fashion icon yeah roxy roker roxy roker was was was, uh just gorgeousness personified just yes uh, black beauty she was amazing she is, mm. and for those of you who don't know is, she was she was the mother of lenny kravitz so you you correct. all of the uh, pretty much all of the amazingness that lenny kravitz all of that style all of that edge all of that charisma got it from his mom exactly at just everything so they they are you won't that's not one you think of when you think of duos initially but there's this one scene in um the jeffersons where they were singing uh, now if you know um helen will roxy roker in real life is caribbean i'm trying to remember if she's from barbados or where but she's um caribbean it's either barbados or the bahamas and they were singing a caribbean song together and i was like you know what they are really a duo <laughs> so that is one i have two more may seem unlikely but bart and millhouse from the simpsons <laughs> oh my god that's such a good uh, one yes yes so they are really like best friends even though there's an inequality in the relationship so not millhouse even remotely is equal but yes not at all not at all um bart Always seems to have the upper hand. Uh, Millhouse is like the whiny one a little bit. Um, Bart is the mischievous one. As I said, Bart is a little more clever than Millhouse is. But I think that they are an interesting duo. And every once in a while, some other people will, uh, you know, come in and uh, be friends with them but they're the main two so well, there, there is a millhouse there is two quintessential episodes when it comes to their friendship there is an episode where um millhouse moves away because his mother gets a job yes. from some other town and all of a sudden di- the dynamic between them changes when bart comes to goes to visit him and millhouse has a bunch of new friends and millhouse is the cool one in the new town and i yes. love the dynamic of bart basically being they where they switch places essentially bart becomes the millhouse he's the needy friend that was amazing and then there is an episode where we believe that uh, Milhouse's parents have been killed and he's staying with Bart and Lisa. And that was another quintessential uh, episode about their friendship. And so I, that's an excellent pick. It didn't even occur to me. That is a really excellent one, Tachi. I can see why it's an honorable mention. Yeah, it is an honorable mention. And then this last honorable mention, and it's, it's, it's uh, timely because the reboot of this movie just came out. Uh, Semi and Akeem from Coming to America. Wow. Okay. I thought we were just doing TV shows, but all right. Oh, you know what? You did say that, but whatever. I'm going to. I'm going to put <laughs> it in there it anyway. because 
I'm, I'm naming it anyway. So we were doing, TV, we are doing TV shows, but it just came to me, Sebi and Akeem. So even though there is the kind of uh, assistant or not even servant, but uh, assistant uh, ruler type of Empl- relationship. Yeah, employer, employer, employee employer, relationship. Employer, employee relationship. But there still is a d- dual relationship there. He pulls him into all the harebrained schemes and vice versa. So... Um, yeah, we were doing TV, but I was just so excited. I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to put them down, too. So All maybe right, one day so coming to now, America will be a series. Let's end the suspense. Tachi, what is your number one TV friendship? You already know I'm a huge fan of British television. You know I love Absolutely Fabulous. And so my number one pick is Patsy and Eddie from Absolutely Fabulous. Abfab. Uh, I, I, I knew they were going to make it onto your list. I just had a feeling <laughs> that tonight's going to be a good night. Yeah, I'm sorry. Popular culture reference. So, yes, Patsy and Eddie, they are the most dysfunctional, functional individuals I have ever seen on television between the alcoholism and the drug use and the, you have a job, but you don't really have a job. The 10 different husbands, she actually had three different husbands. Eddie did. It is just, um, absolutely amazing. And despite all of it, they, you know, they know they're dysfunctional, but they hold themselves up and support each other in their dysfunction. And that is what's hilarious. You know, I, you, I have your back, even though you're a hot mess. And vice versa. So they are, that is my one of my favorite shows. They are a dynamic duo in my eyes. My number one, Patsy and Eddie from Ab Fab. That's an excellent Kevin, pick. And there is one ahead. of the, before you ask me, there I got to comment on this. That okay. friendship that they have is amazing. As horrible. They're horrible people to everyone. They are awful people. Awful. Everyone. <laughs> except each other other there is one there was a scene i think in the revival when they had the movie or whatever there was i think that's where it's from where one the uh uh where one of them says to the other one like how she doesn't she doesn't like to even look at herself in the mirror because you know she's aging she doesn't want to look at herself in the mirror and then the other one says i'm your mirror look at me and i will i will i will tell you what i see and just like the goosebumps that is friendship Damn. Absolutely. Uh, so I still remember that line. So I probably butchered. Somebody's listening like, no, it was exactly like this. But that's you get the gist of what they were saying. And I just thought it was amazing. So excellent pick. Excellent friendship. Horrible Absolutely. people, but excellent friendship. <laughs> oh, horrible on all sorts of levels. But they have each other's backs. And I guess that's what matters in a dysfunctional way. So, Kevin, I know you have some honorable mentions. I am so wanting to hear them and then want to hear your number one. All right. So my first couple honorable mentions are going to be animated. Speaking of uh, uh, when you mentioned the Simpsons. All right. So I got to say one friendship that was so like these two were destined. They needed to meet each other is uh, Daria uh, Morgendorfer and Jane Lane from the show mm. Daria. Yeah. were so amazing together. I love that they were both. Both of their senses of humor uh, were so dry and um, their outlook on the world was so cynical and so bleak 
they were meant to be together and just the, literally you could dry you could take a shower and just stand in a room naked with them uh, uh making snide comments and you would dry off because that's how dry that humor was and so i love <laughs> them together i love that friendship another friendship i have to mention is the one uh between uh uh, uh jerry I'm um, sorry, Gary and um, Avocado in Final Space. Oh, Fi- your favorite. That friendship is amazing. And the they have a hug, which is one of the most epic bro hugs, one of the most epic bromances. But that hug right before some really big event happens was absolutely amazing. That episode is heartbreaking, amazing. Funny, exhilarating, edge of your seat, all of it, all in one. Anyway, Avocado and uh, Gary had each other's back until the end, and it mm. was amazing to see. I love that friendship. Another friendship you got to mention if you're going to talk about uh, uh, dynamic duos, TV friends. <sighs> it's this one's almost hard for me to talk about because it's just uh we we've lost both the actors that play these amazing characters in this amazing friendship, and um, I gotta say, uh, Mary and Rhoda from the mm, Mary Tyler Moore show. Mary Tyler Moore, excellent, excellent, excellent pick. Absolutely, yeah, l- love was all around, and they in the pilot they have the cutest. Fr- you know that when people talk about that term "meet cute" when it's a like a romantic, they have the the uh, the most adorable meet cute of friendship because what happens is Mary, um, uh, a friend of hers, has been holding an apartment for her, and so she wants Mary to come and see it because Mary's moving to a new city. When Mary comes in to look at the apartment, she opens up the uh, the curtains to see the view, and there's a woman on the other side washing the windows and so it's valerie harper who played uh rhoda and so rhoda is absolutely sure that this is going to be her apartment because she's in this tiny uh one room apartment upstairs she stays in uh like in the attic because it's like a house converted into apartments and so she's absolutely certain that that is her apartment it was promised to her and she will do stop at nothing to get rid of mary and they end up becoming the best of friends Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I absolutely love that friendship. Another one I got to mention is uh, uh, Charles and Jake uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That friendship okay, is okay. that friendship is they were insanely tight. It, they're not equal because one basically has this idol worship for Jake that uh, Jake Peralta that is like like epic. He sees him as like some kind of hero. He's like he's in bronze or something. But when it comes down to it, they both love each other. They both have each other's back. And um, I love that relationship. And I got to uh, speaking of friends, I got to mention Chandler and Joey from friends their oh, friendship yeah that's their a really friendship good one. was pretty cool pretty epic and they went through some highs and you know with uh, uh at one point chandler was in love with one of joey's girlfriends and they got past they had some things but they got past the things uh chandler supported joey when he was not working as an actor he supported him um, uh, you know emotionally and financially that is a friend so um, yeah. I love that friendship. So there's more, but I'm going to go ahead and go on to my number one. Number one. What is it? Okay, this friendship, I was absolutely shocked when this friendship ended because one of the actors left the show. 
that that episode was like heartbreaking, heart wrenching. So I gotta shout out the uh pair the pair of uh Meredith Gray and Christina Yang, played by Ellen Pompeo mm. and Sandra O oh on Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. That friendship was so amazing. They went through so many A, they went through so many men. They went through so many, you know, uh, issues at work. They 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 survived like gunmen. They survived explosions. They survived a plane crash together. <laughs> they went through all kinds of stuff. And what I loved is even when they had tension or issues in their friendship, they would either hug it out, they would drink it out, and they would dance it out. Oh, my God. When they would have the dance out, let's dance it out. That <laughs> I love their dancing it out. And I love that they were so yes. close. Their 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 friendship was so close. Some people might say too close where they would just like get in each other's bed and just like kind of hang out there. Um and even when men came into their lives, the men just had to realize that you will always come second to this friendship, this bond that these two women had. And there's this thing about, you know, um I was just talking to somebody the other day about the idea of uh, the family you choose basis versus the family you're born into, you cannot tell me that those two were not sisters. Mm. That what what they had been what they the friendship that was you know through all the tragedies and all the ups and downs that they did not become sisters. They will be in each other's lives until they are in the grave. And um, it was an incredibly powerful relationship on the show. And it is a it is a testament to Shonda Rhimes that the show continued when that main element to the show left, when Sandra O oh left the show, that the show kept going. Because that show, to me, was about that friendship, that relationship. Absolutely. No, that's a good one. I forgot all about that. And can I add something to that? To that, sure. and that that made me uh, think of that whole that whole uh, relationship. Also made me think of Ally McBeal and the relationship oh. between Ally and uh, Renee. So Ally, yes, was played they by had a, they Flockhart. had an amazing friendship as well. Yeah, yeah, they did that kind of on that same dynamic. So when you said that, it reminded me of um, Ally and Renee's relationship on Ally McBeal. Yeah, but on Ally McBeal, they did not survive a plane crash and they explosions did not. and, and, it, it, and it was crazed gunmen at their workplace. Much more tame, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't have Shonda it. Rhimes as a writer, or it may have been like that. Oh, so. if, if Shonda Rhimes had been involved, then yes, they would have been through oh. a lot more stuff. That law firm would have been burned to the ground with all of them in it if that was Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> well, I can't but believe good. we've come through the end of our list. I thought your picks were amazing, and you zigged when I thought you were going to zag. You, okay, you know what? I got to talk. Speaking of friendship, you keep surprising me. People have often told me who listen to the show that they love the chemistry between us. I love the chemistry between us. When we haven't recorded for a while, I miss it. I miss you. And every time we do a show, I feel like I am more entertained than anyone else that's going to listen to this show listening to you. It has been four plus years of laughter and fun and hilarity and just, you know, I I shouldn't use it, but I'm going to use the L word. Just love and respect. I have so much love and respect for you and what you do. And I am so happy and proud to have been working with you for a hundred plus episodes 
Wow, I thought you were gonna say hundred plus years. I'm like, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> but Kevin, I feel the exact same way. I love you dearly. You are such a dear friend, and it's it's funny because again, when we started this podcast, it was two people who really loved TV, who who TV raised the both of us basically. So you see how that turned out. But anyway, <laughs> it was. <laughs> It 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 has been such a joy and a pleasure, and now we've actually become friends. So this is it is such a joy to come and record every week, and because I, just like how you feel, even if nobody listens, which we know we have a lot of listeners, but even if nobody listens, it's like we are talking, we're having a phone conversation. Because for you all who don't know, this is how we talk on the phone. I mean, obviously not in lists, but we talk on the phone. <laughs> we don't count down lists when we're just we talking don't count down. ourselves. Hey, Kevin, what are you doing? What's your top five? We don't do that. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> the spirit is the same. But we always say, you know, we should have been recording this. This could have been an episode. So oh that God, lets so you know. So many phone conversations that could have been episodes. Exactly. And it did. Yeah. Oh, I, did, I just want to ask you one quick thing turns into like an hour and a half later. So, so thank you so much for this, uh, almost five years of joy and fun and everything on TV channeling. Oh my God. Um, and, and back at you. And, um, as far as the whole yin to yang thing, if you listen to our very first episode, because we did not really know each other when we started this journey, we had Mm-mm. connected on Anchor and had a few interactions, and people were like, oh, my God, those interactions were amazing. You should do something. Tachi reached out, and this is the show that was born from those conversations. And um, But if you listen to that very first episode, I felt like, you know, we had we were we we were destined to meet each other. Honestly, <laughs> just when you hear Absolutely. that, when you hear in that very first episode, we were already being surprised by each other and laughing at each other and having such a good time. And I, I had no idea it was going to go on for five plus years and a hundred and eight episodes, a hundred official episodes, but a hundred and eight episodes yes. of craziness and so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And here's to 700 more episodes. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Oh, my God. All right, Tachi. So if people want to go back and listen to that first episode, how can they do it? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, oh, by the way, I wanted to also mention that that first episode, I remember we reviewed People of Earth. So it's interesting to go back and see what's on TV and what has gone by the wayside. Well, no, so our very, I, no, our very, no, you're thinking about our first regular episode. Our first oh, episode yes. was us counting down our top five favorite shows of all time. And then our second of all episode time, that's right. was our top five guilty pleasures where you cheated and your pleasures were not guilty at all. You are, su- they were guilty. You just <laughs> have, uh, you have more of an idea. You have an idea of what guilty is. They were guilty. Don't mind. Okay, them, listeners, please go back and listen to that episode. And then, sh- and, 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 um, uh, shout out to us on social media and let us know who is correct. Was, were Tachi's pleasures even remotely guilty? Please let us know whose side you're on. Mine. No, anyway. mine. Mine. The correct side is mine. All right, Tasha. So <laughs> how can people you. listen to those uh, those classic episodes of TV channeling? 
I love how you tried to get out of that. Okay, but if you want to listen to the classic episodes, which I really suggest you do, you can listen to us on a multitude of platforms. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, WJMSRadio.com on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, and... If you can't remember any of that, go to our website, tvchanneling.com, where all past episodes are just waiting for you to partake and new episodes drop. And if I could implore you all to make sure that you subscribe on whatever your favorite podcast platform is, because this way you don't even have to look for us. It will drop and you'll get it straight to you. And we would love if you would leave a review, please. That's so helpful. Oh, yes, we would love it so much. Yes. No no snarky comments? Not at them? all. Not not on the um, 100th official episode. I I'm I'm low on snark. Okay, so 101 he'll be back to regular Kevin. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have too many feels to be snarky today. Okay, okay. So I'll let you live in your feels and as you're doing that, if for some reason they want to debate any of our favorites today or just say happy 100th or any of that how could they reach us on social media oh it's super easy we're on facebook we're on instagram we are on my personal favorite twitter and we are tv channeling everywhere and we would love to hear from you so subscribe to so follow us on those platforms and uh, shout us out anytime so if there's a show you'd like us to review if there's a top five list you'd like to suggest let us know. Absolutely. We would be happy to do it. Once again, Kevin, thank you so much for 100 official episodes of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. And back at you. Thank you so much for 100 plus episodes of fun. Well, you notice I said 100 official episodes. Official. So, yes. 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 It's great, official. great. And you know, and, you know, we can't go without thanking you all, the listeners. Really, it is because of you that any of this exists. You listen to us. You enjoy us. You give us comments. You you come in on Clubhouse. And, uh, oh, that's what I forgot to say. Because we do on Clubhouse, we do some uh, rewind rooms. Or re- yeah, the TV channeling rewind. Rewind. Oh, I forgot to even. Oh, yeah. Forgot and, yeah, about follow that. Us, follow us on. Uh, yeah, search for TV. Uh, first name TV, last name. Uh, no, first name tv channeling last name podcast search for us on clubhouse and follow us there so you can be a part of our live events that's right we are on clubhouse that we do live events and so if you have something you've been dying to say to us but you just haven't had the time to plug in to us on social now you have the opportunity come live on tv channeling TV channeling, last name club, no, last name podcast. podcast. First name TV channeling, <laughs> last name podcast. Last name podcast <laughs> on Clubhouse. We'd love to have you. And it is a party over there, just like it was here today. And so once again, thank you all for 100 official and 100 plus non-official episodes. We are so humbled that you take the time to listen to us and to respond to us. And we will keep bringing you that great great content because that's what we do and with that we're going to stop with the down memory lane uh niceties and just sign off the way we always do bye from tachi and goodbye from kevin and remember here at tv channeling we watch bad tv so you don't have to 
Uh, are you trying to tell me you've come up with a new <laughs> with a new well, uh, secondary secondary tagline? So we're closing out the show in a brand new way. But okay. if you want me to say it just for the hundredth episode, you know what? <laughs> if you're watching it, we're talking about it. That's Thank the last you. time I'm saying that closing. And my uh, my picks were uh, guilty pleasures, Kevin. <laughs> they Cheers. were not. They were not remotely guilty. <laughs> Goodbye, Cheers. everybody.